You're listening to the Yoga Teacher Resource Podcast. Knowledge, techniques, and inspiration for your teaching and your practice. I'm your host, Mado Hesselink. If you're a yoga teacher who loves learning, is passionate about spreading the benefits of yoga, and desires more resources to support your teaching, you're in the right place. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello, yoga teacher. Welcome to episode 32 on being nervous. I decided to record this episode because recently I've seen a lot of posts in the Yoga Teacher Resource Facebook group about nerves and anxiety around teaching. And in addition to that, I've even gotten people reaching out to me via private message asking, is it normal to be so nervous? Does this mean I shouldn't be a teacher? So in the spirit of the message of this episode, this is the first episode I've ever done without any notes, and I'm going to be honest, I am a little nervous about that. Let's begin by discussing what it really means to be nervous. What is nervousness? Sometimes we also use the word anxiety, and both of these actually refer to fear. So if we're going to get to the root of what the, the feeling is, we feel afraid. And in this context, some of us, many of us, most of us, maybe even all of us sometimes feel afraid before we go in to teach. And this fear is not a fear of any physical damage that we might encounter, but it's, a, it's an emotional fear. So the word nervous is something that humans have created, a word that humans have created to refer to fear that doesn't involve physical danger. However, our brains don't actually know that. Our brains behave and our nervous system behaves in a moment of fear as if we were physically being threatened. So that's why nervousness or anxiety around teaching is really intense. And that's why it makes us question <laughs> the sanity or the, you know, the wisdom of continuing to do something that makes us feel this way. When we do feel nervous, my sense, my experience is that the first thing to do is to acknowledge that that's fear because then we know a little bit more how to handle it and then we know what kind of questions to ask ourselves. In general, nervousness is a really good thing. It's a really good sign that we are in a place of potential growth. Now, there are times in our lives when we might not want to add to the burden, to the load of what we're already facing. So for example, I'm thinking back to the summer that my mom died. That summer would not have been a good time for me to take on a new class or a new responsibility that made me feel nervous. In fact, I cut back from teaching. I cut out most of my classes and I really just maintained the bare minimum that summer so that I could focus on my mom. At that time, I was, I was already growing plenty. So this is something that you might ask yourself if you get very nervous teaching. What are the other circumstances in your life? Did you just get a big promotion at your other job that is also putting you in a state of anxiety? Do you maybe have a parent or a loved one who's very ill? If you don't have your full resources, you want to know that things that make you nervous 
are going to drain a lot more of your energy, even though ultimately they build you up. But in the moment, they're going to drain a lot more of your energy. However, if you look around at the rest of your life and you're like, no, you know, for the most part, the rest of my life is pretty together. One of the reasons that nervousness really freaks us out is a lot of times we are used to being together. We're used to feeling competent. And then we start something new like teaching or like teaching in a different environment. And all of a sudden we start to question ourselves. So most of the time, the people who come to me with questions about nervousness, they're confused and they're worried because what they're accustomed to is being in control and feeling competent. So putting yourself in a situation where you're not so sure, this is a really great thing to do. This is a really potent opportunity. So if you look at the circumstances of your life and you think, yeah, that does kind of fit me. I'm used to feeling competent and in control, and now all of a sudden I'm in a situation where I don't feel that way. What do you do then? There's two sides of it. The first side is about mindset and thinking about it differently, and the second part is about changing the circumstances to your own benefit. Let's start with the mindset part. The first thing is to notice where you are fighting against this nervousness, where you are generating a attitude of resistance and, you know, feeding into the fight or flight. You want to use your yoga tools. I'm, I'm sure you are already, but you're using your yoga tool, tools to the best of your ability to calm your nervous system. And the way that is most effective in my experience is to tell yourself this is safe. And not only is this safe, this is beneficial. So what goes on inside my own head, the, the internal dialogue that I'll have is something like, I notice I'm nervous. Wow, I'm nervous. Okay, this means that this is an opportunity for growth for me. This means I really am putting myself out there and I am not playing it safe. I'm stepping outside my comfort zone. Then I will use the tools that I've developed during meditation to relax my nervous system into the feeling of being nervous, into really noticing, oh, what does it feel like to be nervous? You know, my heart's beating a little fast and maybe my throat feels kind of dry. So I'm noticing, I'm relaxing, and I'm welcoming. And these things together both allow me to not get swept up in the nervousness, but also to even take advantage of the energy of nervousness. Because nervous is an energy of really being alive and awake. And we need that when we're teaching, you know, we need the, the sympathetic nervous system lit up so that we really notice everything and we, our brains think quickly. So at the same time as you do this, this is the mindset piece, you also can simplify the number of things, other things you have to think about while you're teaching. For example, a lot of people feel that they need to, from an external source, teach a new routine every single time they teach. I'm going to be really honest here. I always teach something different 
but it's not coming from an external source. It's coming from an internal source. I totally give myself permission now at this stage of my teaching that I could teach the same thing. And I, sometimes I try to teach the same thing (laughs) for several weeks in a row and it always morphs and evolves, but I'm at a really different place. I've been teaching for over 13 years. And so if you are a newer teacher and all of the factors of teaching feel overwhelming to you, I encourage you to develop maybe four classes, four sequences that you feel really good about and just cycle through those. Your students, I guarantee, will not notice, or if they do notice, they will not have a problem with it. And you can refine those each time. So they probably will be at least a little bit different each time, but you will be comfortable with them. And the more that you have aspects, elements of your class that you're comfortable with, that's going to soothe a little bit of the nerves. So for that reason, I mean, I notice for myself, if I'm teaching a group of people that I do not know at all, I am much more nervous than if I'm teaching a group that's been with me and is regular with me. The sequence obviously is one thing that you can control depending on who you are and how you teach. There might be other elements, for example, Maybe you play the same music every time and that music, you develop a relationship to that music and the music cues you to the energy of the portion of the class. Like maybe it'll build a little bit and then you'll know exactly when it's time to settle people down, to start winding people down because the music is going to tell you that. If you've been listening to this podcast, then you'll know that I was just recently out of the country visiting my sister who had twins a couple months ago. And so I haven't taught in three weeks and I'm scheduled to teach on Wednesday night. So today's Monday. And I'm sure that I'm going to feel a little bit nervous because I'm out of my routine. I'm out of my rhythm and I'm going to kind of enjoy that. I've train myself and I'm still training myself to get excited about being nervous because it doesn't happen all the time. If you're living your life playing it safe all the time, then you're not going to feel nervous or at least not much, not enough to the point where you're going to start writing strange podcasters and asking them, is this normal or stranger? You know, some of you I know, of course, personally, but Yes, it's absolutely normal to feel nervous about your teaching. The more different the teaching is from what you're used to, the more nervous you'll feel, the higher the stakes, the more nervous you'll feel. Like an audition for a studio, that's going to be a lot more nerves than, like I said before, your, your regular students. And I hope that what you'll take from this episode is that your nerves are a good thing And you can use those nerves, you can channel those nerves into being really present and really alive during that class. And that is a beautiful thing. That is what we want when we're teaching. We want to be really present with our students. So instead of letting your nerves pull you away and pull you out of your body, use them as a reminder to go in, to be here, to feel everything to feel those nerves, to 
to notice what it feels like to be really alive and to be pushing the edges of what you're comfortable with. Remember that if you didn't love yoga, if you didn't care so, so much, then you absolutely would not be nervous. And if you are never nervous in your life, then you're basically a sociopath and we do not need more of those in the world. We need more people who care. In fact, when I mentor yoga teachers, if they tell me that they are too comfortable (laughs) with teaching, then a lot of times one of the things that we will do is to figure out something that we can shift around to take them out of their comfort zone. Because truthfully, you don't ever want to be completely in your comfort zone all the time. You always, in order to grow, in order to fulfill your potential, you want to be a little nervous. I hope this has been helpful for you to demystify nervousness a little bit, changed your perspective slightly. I'd love your questions and to continue the conversation on the Yoga Teacher Resource Facebook group. If you're not a member yet, you can join by going to teachingyoga.net slash join. You can also DM me on Instagram. My handle is just yoga.teacher.resource. Please tune in again next week for a conversation about meditation and teaching meditation. And it's a really great conversation because there's a lot of myth-busting and demystifying some of the ideas that at least I had about meditation. Until then, I hope you have a really wonderful week. I know things are getting crazy, especially here in the U.S. with the holiday season. So please remember to double down on your commitment to your personal practice, to your self-care. I will admit that this morning I had a really hard time. I felt very resistant to doing my own practice. Spending two weeks in the Netherlands where I was staying at my sister's house and she was still in the hospital. So I had this space to myself and I got to practice every single morning uninterrupted. It was really marvelous. So coming back into my life where I have the responsibility of being a mom to a teenager and a toddler, it it has really thrown me. I'm having some struggles reintegrating and figuring out how my practice fits into this life with more demands. It's not easy. And I know that your life isn't easy to fit your practice in, to prioritize your practice either. So that's why we have to put it front and center because otherwise it's just not going to happen. So this morning I, I forced myself and you know, you only have to force yourself for a little bit and then you remember and you're like, yes, that is why I do this. I just realized that this is the last podcast that I'm going to release before the holidays are pretty much through before the, you know, the next one will be 20, December 27th. So whatever it is that you celebrate, however it is that you celebrate, I hope that it is meaningful to you. Have a wonderful week.